for the shout out podcast. <laughs> Jay and C Mac yeah. in the house. Dynamic duo. Yeah, man. This is what we do. Yeah. This is what we know. I can punch you out. I can kick you down. But if you this my podcast, you know I will knock you out. Oh, yeah. Elbow to the, to the face. Hammer punch to the head. To the head. Talking all things, fighting like a dream that never ends. Have you had a proper grilled cheese, like fancy one from a restaurant? You know, like they Gruyere put like crazy and... cheese and like sometimes ham. No. Where do you eat your grilled cheese sandwiches? I've got one at a restaurant once. I feel like I, I feel like I can't order a grilled cheese sandwich at a restaurant. Like, what am I doing? But I'll have to. It was at like a breakfast joint, like a brunch joint oh, yeah? place. So it wasn't anything. Yeah, grilled cheese, bro. Oh, shout out podcast number 12. We live? We're, we're live. We're we oh. are live. Not live, I mean recording. <laughs> Sorry, not live. Not live. Whatever. I'm alive. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, episode number 12. It's been a couple of weeks since we had one, but no big deal. Chris, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? It's good. Good. Monday morning. We obviously had some big fights on the weekend. Hence some just in- in-house stuff too. Uh, so first of all, I just want to congratulate you, buddy. I know, I, know Bla- I know Muay Thai doesn't have belts, but obviously the North American system... Uh, tends to go that way and you know we like to recognize obviously you as sort of like that sort of black belt what you know equivalency i know there's no belts but well just within our system for those who don't know like arashida was originally a karate school and we branched out to muay thai and jujitsu but like the north american north american style you need a ranking system it's not thailand we're not here to just fight and feed our families so yeah <clears throat> well for guys like you that may, i know the ranking system doesn't mean as much and, and me but but i do i when i'm reminded when we go to these gradings within our system when you see how excited people are to get orange green purple like it it's a big deal especially for adults you know that, that don't often get to set goals for sure it's cool yeah, yeah. And, and it was cool to see people like you and derek jolivet uh uh just just show that that there's levels to this game uh, well above and beyond, I think, what everybody in the room thought there was, even just because they just see you fight. And so I'm sure, like, we see professional fighters on TV all the time. <clears throat> they look awesome. But then when you actually see them train, you're like, oh, these are super hum- human people. Like, there's a reason they look so good on TV. So for me, from my point of view as a coach, I thought it was cool that you displayed that, man. Congrats. Sweet. That was great. Thank you. Well done. Well, just a good, good, uh, uh, good, good sign of recognition outside of fighting. So well earned, buddy. All right. Uh, along with that, we had Kelly and Matt testing as well their gradings. Um, um, just, just great. Uh, the Calgary group did really good. Everybody did Steven fine. Steven Adam as well from the South. Oh yeah, my bad, Adam. That's right. Sorry. <clears throat> but overall, just a really good test. Really good group. And uh, just a reminder why, why team teamwork teams is such an f- awesome thing to have. It's such a powerful, a powerful thing in your life being part of a team. Uh, speaking on that as well, we had our our Samurai Sword Series, our first tournament since pre-COVID. Uh, Biggest one we've ever had. We've ever is had. That confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. 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 Damn. So our own Calgary area, uh, I mean, it was by far the biggest. It was hundreds, hundreds of people at this tournament. And of course, you know, with all the uh, restrictions and stuff, I thought it would be way less. But hundreds of people with we followed protocol and all that. You know, we. Yep. <laughs> of course, done safely. Protocol was followed. But because of that, I, I thought maybe people would be a little nervous and uh, unsure about coming. And it was people just want to play. Man. Right. People just want their lives back. And it was it was awesome. It was fun. It was fun to be part of that whole day. And then we also had our uh, punch face fight night. <clears throat> I know it's been a little while since we. We haven't spoke. I'm pretty sure we've been. Did on. we? I th- I've, I'm more me. I don't remember. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, who cares? We got another one yeah, coming whatever. up anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, so students out there, December 10th is our next Punch Face Fight Night. So make sure you get us, myself, or Chris, or your stats. Uh, you know, everything that we need to know so we can have our fun little mock fight card. And then our next uh, uh, club tournament, uh, Calgary Club Tournament, will be December 4th. So we got a couple cool things coming up. Um, what do you think of the tournaments and, and uh, the gradings and all that kind of stuff? Uh, well, I'll start with the fight night. I thought it was awesome. The kids had so much fun. Yeah. Even though we didn't do it as a, like we did our with our first one, such a big uh, show, we still put on a heck of a show that was thrown together in a couple of weeks. That's all good. And then uh, as for the tournament, I thought it was awesome. It, the, the facility we did it in, it didn't seem like it was that busy. Um, Muay Thai was, had good numbers, but I guess just when you're judging and refing, you don't realize that, uh, how many people are going in and out of the building to compete. So over 200 people, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And with everybody happy to be there too. Was, yeah. Uh, was no issues. Like everyone was happy to win and lose and just be there, get to compete again. It was so much fun. Yep. See your friends from the tournaments, you know. I don't know, I'm sure in the same room, how many people were like, oh man, I haven't seen you forever. That's true, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Lots of that. That was yeah. great. And then, um, yeah, yesterday's grading was a lot of fun. I haven't tested in 2016, 17, maybe. Is that right, hey? It's been a long time, maybe even before that, 2015. But So it was definitely different than what I'm used to in the past few years, being on the at the table, you know, giving right. notes and being part of the... right. I don't know what you say, head table kind of thing. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I had so much fun, especially with Derek. Derek's such a ball of energy, man. Such a ball of energy, (laughs) man. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was coming on to um, driving into Red Deer, hitting Gasoline Alley. My palms started getting a little sweaty. I'm like, oh shit, I'm grading. Like I'm a little nervous. I gotta perform. Yeah, yeah. But the second we started goofing off and not goofing off, but. Having Being goofy, having crowd. fun, yeah. I was right at home. It yeah. felt awesome. That was good. You guys looked great. It was a lot of fun, and everyone looked really good. I'm really happy for Steve, Adam, Kelly, and Matt. Yeah, our Calgary group looked looked really good. I I admit that we don't do a lot of shadow boxing and stuff in front of the mirrors. I probably could spend a little more time doing that in front of the mirrors for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our our group lacked, you know, I guess just not hitting stuff. But beyond that, uh, man, just just look look good. Um, proud proud of our people as always. Make sure they're well prepared. So speaking of Derek Jolivet, uh, he's obviously got a big title fight coming up on November 20th. Muay Thai World Cup. Muay Thai World Cup. We got to play a little bit with him and uh, kind of see, talk about his preparation and stuff. Um, How was it it playing around with him? What are some things you notice about Derek as you're holding pads, hitting pads, and that kind of stuff? He still has his, he's so, so crazy explosive. Yeah. He hits very hard, very strong. Like when we were doing those clinch takedown and stuff like don't take your partner down be nice to him like he'd hover me like dipping me in a dance pick me back up like <laughs> awesome yeah you could tell he's close to fight time you know, oh yeah and that's the thing right he's what what are we at today the eighth yep yeah so Just he's less than two weeks, weeks. yeah from so he's in prime fight shape along with his teammate there tim Lowe as well yeah uh fighting out the same and jerry lou and jerry well. lou yep yeah holy cow rashi Oshiro park busy um so obviously, let's go through some of these matchups. Just just a couple of them that that have been uh, um, announced, and a maybe that changes. Yeah, a couple changes in the fight card as well. And this is coming up next weekend, so make sure you guys order the pay per view or buy tickets. Canada, and in reality, the reality is Canada. I'm not listen. I am the commentator, but I'm not doing this because I'm the commentator. I'm being legit. Canada does not get fight cards like this. Like they're awesome. 
Hasn't been one since what I would say that Frank Lee's fight card I went to with like Sayuk. Yep. And then like maybe um, I know Trevor's manager on Journey had the eight man for the WMC belt. But yeah, other Mike, than that, man, I can't think of anything. This Mike Miles had some big ones for TSN like at the Corel. Yeah. Or but Max Bell. In what? 1934? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been, it's a, been long. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So these are uh, um, these are awesome fights. And and speaking of which, uh, again, the, the podcast, Shadow Podcast, is a sponsor for the Muay Thai World Cup. Hey, yo. And it looks like we even have a uh, an actual bout that we are sponsoring, which, funny enough, all ties together. And uh, uh, the Shadow Podcast will be sponsoring the Andrew Lewis versus Quinn Waslick. Waslick? Waslick. I'm sorry. Waslick, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I, I keep... Were we sponsoring that fight? We are the sponsors, the official nice. sponsors of that fight. So, hey, funny thing on that. Uh, we'll talk about the fight. I'll get there. Well, sorry, yeah, sorry. no, let's do it, man. Let's, let's talk about it. Go right. ahead. Well, I fought Andrew Lewis. There you go. Back in the Dizay. Chris and Andrew fought in 2013 on Journey Fight Series. That was Trevor Smanich's promotion back in the day. And uh, it was uh, the two, uh, 2013 Canadian Fight of the Year. Or, no, no, I'm sorry. It was the Website Fight of the Year. Well, do you remember what that website was? I don't remember, but yeah, it was. we were Fight of the Year for 2013. That's awesome. Yeah, Fight Website. It was like a fight website, MMA, boxing, kickboxing, and they won Fight of the Year. Tough customer. He sure was. And, and, and he was one of the, Andrew Lewis was one of the few guys that made me uncomfortable and I didn't even know him just the information I was getting and seeing how we train who we fought in the past I was like man I, I don't know about this I, I think on paper we're not going to see what's on paper what we're going to see in the ring and uh, boy just even at the weigh-ins he just looked like a total Terminator just yeah. stone-faced Yeah, I was scared <laughs> and I didn't have to fight him that's yeah, all good <laughs> Yeah, for those of you who train up at the North Gym those pink gloves hanging on the wall mm. those are the gloves that I fought him in Good call. That was for uh, breast cancer awareness. We fought in October, yeah, twenty thirteen, and it, and it had a fun title too. Do you remember? It was like boxing for boobies or something. It had like a fun <laughs> title like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, we're we're uh, and that's gonna be a good matchup. Now, listen, in my I don't I don't know if Andrew Lewis has fought since. I personally don't think so, but I I don't know. I could look. Into I want to say he's fought at least twice, but I could be totally wrong. So we two could times. Try and find something online. But hell, let's call it three times in eight years. Let's call it three. Still not much. Right. And, and not only that, but oh. this, at least from what we know of the camp he comes from and Andrew Lewis, this is the polar opposite of who Quinn was going to fight. Yep. Right? Yep. So. Yeah, now Quinn has a proper Muay Thai fight. Right. Fight her on his hands. So my prediction from from the last one, the, the matchup with Jerome, and I don't mean any disrespect to Quinn. I just, I, I personally had picked... Uh, um, Cody to win that fight just based on experience and just kind of his work ethic. And although although I don't doubt Quinn can win, I, you know, he, he's a little greener compared to Cody in the fight game. And so I'm just not sure if he has has a matchup, had a matchup like that previous. But now he's got to fight a, a proper Muay Thai fight. I think he sees that every day, all day. Yeah. And I mean, Quinn's been fighting way more actively and training, I would assume, I mean, I don't know if Andrew's been training all these years. I'm sure he had some time off. But I just recently saw a photo of him. He looks like he's in good shape. Yep. Obviously, he's training or else he wouldn't take the fight. But I don't think he's been training like Quinn has in the past year. Right. And then you don't know what kind of, you know, uh, Quinn surrounds himself with lions because they're all fighting. They all got fights coming yeah, up. Yeah, so. they're all fighting. So and Scott McKenzie's fighting uh, this coming weekend in Mexico. Right. Right. Do you know his opponent? I do not. No. No. Is it a Mexican guy? I Just do a, not so, know. Oh, okay. Don't yeah. even know. Okay. I know there's a lot of people coming in. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Kind of like the uh, Copa de Mayo thing. They put a bunch of flags up for all the countries that are coming in. 
Huh, Same cool. kind of idea. I think there's some Europeans and stuff. I'd like to go watch if if that Copa Maya comes up again in Mexico that oh, you fought yeah. on. I yeah. want to go watch, just be part of it. Go to Mexico, fun. yeah. <laughs> um, so how do you? So what do you, what's your thoughts? I guess on this fight now. Do you do? Um, on, on I the, still think that Quinn has his hands full for sure, but yes, just based on the time off and Quinn's training, I be, I feel like Quinn will win this. Yep, I'm going to yeah. take Quinn on this one, but... Uh, I think it'll be a decision. Yeah, yeah, probably. I, I don't put it past Andrew. Plus, he he comes from uh, uh, Archer there. Obviously, very... I mean, had a long stint in Thailand training fighters and still Good takes coach. fighters over there. Right, so so you know he's he's going to be properly prepared, but but uh, I just think the, the Quinn has been on a very sharp upward angle as far as just fighting yeah. everything. IQ, weight, you know, all that. So. Yeah, yeah. Should be a good fight. B- really interesting. We're, we're happy. I'm happy to, to just be a sponsor of that fight alone. That's a high quality fight. I'm happy to have somebody that, that Chris has fought be in there. So it'll be a little more, ex- it'll be exciting for me. Uh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, and, and a, a couple other matchups here. Um, sorry, I'm just going through them. So we did have a, uh, Stephanie Schmally versus, oh, what's her name? Candice. Candice Mitchell. Thank you. That was supposed to be for the WBC Canadian title. But uh, I see now that Stephanie Schmally will be fighting... Mor- I'm assuming this is French. I'm so sorry if I'm wrong here. Uh, Morgan Poulet. Poulet. I don't know. Let me see this a- Apex MMA. Let me see this spelling. Poulet. I mean, I'm assuming it's French. I, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, hard to comment on this fight. I'll have to do a little homework before the next weekend. But you know, just say it as you see it. Poulet. 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 I'm not sure. Maybe I can get that, get that figured out there. But uh, so obviously that that's been so we've lost a title fight there and then uh, now the the Quinn fight and Andrew Lewis is a non-title fight. Uh, people are wondering why Quinn is now fighting Andrew Lewis is because Cody Jerome had to pull out due to COVID reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hear. So just um, and, and Andrew Lewis, man, good for you for stepping up on short notice. Uh, or, no, let's it, it is short notice. Uh, good, good for you, man. Uh, hopefully training and whatnot, but. But uh, when he I heard is. that they were looking for you, I, I was I was surprised to see on the poster. No no disrespect, I just I was just surprised. Awesome, love it. Um, and then of course again Matt Kendall versus Derek Jolivet, um, for the the WBC Canadian title one sixty five, I think sixty eight sixty eight. Um, yeah, it just I just love hanging around Derek. I love hearing his 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 whole talk and his game plan. Um, tell us it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I'm very curious. This is a curious fight to me. I, uh, you know, even when I was watching you two grade you and you and Derek grading on the weekend, um, it's funny because just watching you guys move around the shadow box, you guys are completely different. You kind of grew up sort of fighting around the same time ish. Maybe you're a little sooner actually. You've had a few fights before that, but but in general, he's he started not long after me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just it was just funny to see that the complete different styles, which were both beautiful, but uh, uh, yeah, this matchup. Is definitely intrigued for me. I don't know enough about. I can see who Matt Kendall's training with. You know, I see he's training with Eric, and uh, obviously a big, big group out there in Ontario. It seems like because I'm not sure if you can nail down one gym, but it seems like they all just kind of help each other out. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I see Martello Jones out there. He's fighting Tim Lowe. You were saying he's he caught a little bit of pad work. I caught. You know? I was just watching his. He's on an Instagram takeover today, so I was just checking oh, right. that out as I was waiting for you. Um, yeah, his techniques crisp. I don't know if he had, was just kind of being half-assed for the camera or whatever, but I don't think his power 
didn't have much power. It didn't look oh, yeah. like on the heavy bag, but he might have just been tippy tapping. Yeah. I don't know, not going crazy for the camera, but yep. Um, yeah, good crisp, clean technique. Well, that should be a hell of a matchup, and that fight will be at 185 pounds. Um, and then obviously the main event still Mark McKinnon versus Branislav. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man, Eastern European nicknames or In, nick, uh, last names are hard to it, pronounce. Where I, where I'm from, it's very rare you put G R C K together. I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm sorry, man. But uh, but regardless, they, they had a nice promo of these guys. Um, yeah, check it out. It was really cool. Yeah, really cool promo. So, yeah, that's next weekend, guys. Muay Thai World Cup. Uh, shout out podcast is a sponsor of the podcast. I'll be the commentator. My friend Chris McMillan will be watching the crowd on the liquor. So look for the loudest guy in the crowd. Definitely won't be me. Probably not have a shirt on. Right? Uh, yeah, maybe we'll see how the night goes. Depends on when it. Oh, there might not. Is there liquor there? At those fight cards? I don't even think so. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. All right, moving on. I'll have one or two. Yeah, of course. It's going to be a, a great night of fights. And uh, uh, I'm just kidding. Chris is a polite, nice young man. Uh, okay, other than that, the other th- fight sort of upcoming we, I wanted to talk about real quick was the Samapet fight. Samapet's fighting this Friday. Yeah. This is uh, Ritawa. Ritawa. I don't know. How to say, yeah, Ritawada. Rit- yeah. Ritawada. Yeah, something like two that. Two ties. Yep. Um, I don't know much about Ritawada, so... But I I know quite a bit about Samapet. Uh, any thoughts on this fight? Do you know about these guys at all? Well, Samapet, I don't know much about Ritawada either, but um, I'll tune in just because I like seeing fights, Muay Thai fights. Yep. High-level Muay Thai fights. Uh, two other fights on that card, I don't know the names, except for Smoke and Joe, not a what. Oh, he's, he's fighting. A, he's a reserve kickboxing oh. match, and then some other dudes are fighting. I can't remember the names. It's like their first one championship fights. I see. Um, one guy's a terrible haircut, like that dude from, like the samurai haircut, UFC guy. No, like a uh, Groot from, <laughs> you know, the guy who tries to steal the moon. Yeah, that kind of haircut. <laughs> That's What's hilarious. that show called? That movie? Uh, Groot. Um, we got the minions. Uh, Despicable Me. Despicable Me. There yeah. you go. Yeah, my kid loves uh, Minions, the movie. Yeah, he calls them beans. What do they call beans? Can't say minions because I'm beans. Yeah, beans. Yeah, beans. That's cool. <laughs> um, anyways, reserve kickboxing matches for the next round of the huge tournament, kickboxing tournament. Oh. So let's say Merrick Gregorian is hurt and can't compete in the next fight against. Um, S- S- uh, I don't know who he's fighting anymore. Uh, <laughs> damn, I'm bad with names. Sidichai? No, no. Baba Chingiz. Chingiz, yeah, Chingiz. Let's say one of those guys are hurt. One of these guys are in. Nice. Do you, are you not sure who's fighting though, Smoking Joe? <clears throat> no, sp- I can look it up right now. But sure. yeah, Smoking Joe is the only name that I really recognized. Cool. You know what? You know what's funny too. Uh, um, Samapet. I don't know if this is Ritawada's first stint in the in one FC. I don't. I don't think so. But I just feel like Samapet just kept getting fed these killer fights, and then uh, in the, for whatever reason, COVID injuries, they would go away. Like, oh, okay, now he's fighting somebody else. Like, oh, big matchup for Samapet. Oh, oh, now he's fighting somebody else. Like. <laughs> Yeah, kind of all those. It, you'd think those rematches would come around, but but I'll definitely check this card out. So the main event is Simon Patch versus Ritawada. Um, there's a couple MMA fights names I don't know, and then these two kickboxing matches are Zhang Chunyu versus Davidas Rimkus. That's the guy with the haircut. Oh, yeah, and then Smoking Joe versus Yurik David Yun, and then um, there's another Muay Thai fight, uh, a Chinese fella versus Victor Pinto. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those Pinto boys are good. Leo and Victor Pinto. A little long in the tooth. Well, they're young still, but 
they have been around forever. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, when I, I was in KC Muay Thai when I was hitting pads, <clears throat> one of the trainers there was Ziwi. Mm -hmm. Can't remember his last name. Um, I had no idea who this guy was. I know he was an old fighter and stuff, but um, funny story. It was my last night in Thailand, so I'm like, let's let's party. Like I wanted to hang out with everybody because when I first got there, somebody was leaving and they had like a barbecue. So so we jumped on a scooter. I, with this guy on the back of my scooter, we went to the Chiang Mai equivalent of Costco, loaded up on like chicken wings and stuff. <laughs> Nice. But when we were walking around this Costco place, I can't remember what it's called, the name of it. I was just going to call it Costco. He was a celebrity pulling him over, getting oh, really? photos. Yeah, it took us forever to get out of there. I'm like, Jesus. So I had to go look him up. Yeah, he was a Channel 7 superstar. Is that right? Hey? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those boys, because they're French, I think, right? Moved to Thailand the when Pintos, they were kids. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, where I was going with that, sorry, sorry. is uh, when I was sitting, Pat Zibi was like, you fight Leo Pinto. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that, man. Holy <laughs> shit. Back then. Yeah, thanks for the compliment. Yeah, that was nice. That's okay. Yeah, but, nice. Damn. Yeah, those. I don't. Those boys look like they're seventeen. Like they've always looked like they're seventeen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I've, as far I, I could be wrong. But as far as I know, they. Uh, do you know the gym, Sing Singpatong? Is that right? No, I don't. Well, they might have. Or, I think or they were have there heavily there. Now. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of their gym. Anyway, but uh, I, I, as far as I know, I believe they're they're French. Moved to Thailand very, very young. Very young. Yeah, very young boys. Obviously, very fluent in Thai. They're they're basically Thai, and uh, and still fighting. Not quite as active. I know. I can't remember which one. It might have been Leo, that had that un un unfortunate spinning back kick from Glory there. Yeah, and then one of them fought. Uh, I think it was Victor. He fought. Um. The guy of Venom. Merrick, mm, Michael Venom Page? No, Medi Vitute. Oh, oh, yeah. You could see the All right, the journeyman right. versus the young fella in that fight. Yeah. It was a good match. Yep. Medi Vitute was just a little too... He just knew. Yeah, yeah. Medi Vitute was a guy who fought... Uh, I'm sorry, what was that fight? Capitan, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, watch, check out like Venom Training Center on, on Instagram. Medi Vitute is a bad dude. He's about my age, 38, but trains like a madman and just, you know, he, he's the leader of a camp of killers and... and that takes a tremendous amount of just just born leadership. Anyway, very very cool page. Very very cool to see the things that they do. Lots of strength and conditioning. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, all right, let's let's talk about things that we got to see over. The, we had a, we got spoiled with fights over the last little while. This weekend, yeah, the weekend especially. Crazy. Uh, so first, let's talk boxing. We made a big deal about this: uh, Canelo versus Caleb Plant. Uh, did you did you did you watch this one? I did. I was yeah. late to the party. I arrived at round three. Round three. What were your thoughts about going into this fight? Let, let's. Uh, um, oh, I, honestly, I thought, like Mike Tyson said, Caleb Plant is fooked. Yeah. Um, I thought he would be over by eight, kind of mid to late rounds. I thought Plant would be on the floor already, but. Yeah. Um, I thought he did a really good job of not never stood still. Yes. Canelo was constantly having to stalk him, and he always moving. So Canelo really never got to sit up, set up, and throw his bombs, and he was using his jab quite well. Yeah, yeah, but yep. I don't know, man. He just stalked him down, got in his face, and yeah. boom. I uh, I was I was a little bit back and forth. Like I don't I don't ever doubt Canelo. He's such a bad dude. But but you know when you when you look at all the recent fights happening lately, you know a lot a lot of these sort of um, you know the the big Zeus's on top of their own mountains there have been crumpled off, been smashed off. You know, I mean Anthony Joshua to Usyk. Uh, there's another decent upset recently i can't remember but oh i mean uh 
your Dennis Ugas versus mm. uh, uh, Manny Pacquiao. You know, nobody picked that guy to win. Right. Um, uh, they, those are totally different scenarios, though, I think. Well, maybe, but the whole point being, it can, uh, uh, Petrosian, right? True. The whole point being, on any night, it can be your night. Yes. Right? On any night, it can be your night. So I, I was a little back and forth. I guess I, I, I loved seeing the surprises. I wanted, I don't, I don't, I don't, I like Canelo. I have a bit of a hard time cheering for him. Uh, I'm sure part of it's the bandwagon. Just everyone's swinging from his beanbag. But you're the best in the world. Everyone, I get it. Everyone not, cheers for the, you know. True. Yeah. But I, I also, I'm not a fan of his, uh, maybe not anymore, but there was always a ton of asterisks that came with him. Catch weight title fights, horse meat. I, I just. Boxing. It's boxing. And, and I, yeah. And I recognize he's definitely a businessman as a boxer. But, uh. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just seem to have a hard time. I don't dislike him. I like him a lot. I have a hard time cheering for him. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but Caleb Plant... You don't I, like Mexican gingers, hey? Is that no, what it is? God. Ew. Mexicans with Disgusting. Orange hair? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know what it is, man. I, I, I think it's just the hype, I guess. if When I just see Canelo everywhere, I'm like, man, who else is out there? Moving on. But uh, anyway, but about the fight. So I, I, I thought Caleb Plant maybe could pose... I thought he had he demonstrated that nothing to lose attitude, and so I thought that would really help him. But I almost saw, I'm sure, well, you two right off the bat in round one, Canelo came Didn't at him like it was round one. five or six. Like yeah, he wanted to hurt him, right? And Caleb Plant, it's in my opinion, it looks like he turned his body so far to the right to avoid the overhand right and the left hook as kind of like a ha ha. See, I can I can deal with that. Yeah, he was. But then nothing came of it. Like, okay, you, you turned your body so out of position that you can't get hit with those two punches, but you're sure as shit not coming back with anything. You're like, you're out of position. That's, that's kind of what I saw the whole fight was him yeah. moving, moving, jabbing, and just kind of, yeah, hunching over, avoiding the the bombs. Right. But you can't win fights like that. No. You know, good, you're avoiding it, but you got to, you got to, you know, like John Wayne Parr said it best, like, if you want to win fights, you're the one that's got to be attacking. Like, that's true. You know, and, and and so anyway, but it was it was an interesting uh, an interesting anomaly for Canelo. I thought he fought a little different than we normally see. Um, but man, close the show like a champ. You know, where does that where does Canelo go next? Who's out there? Like he's even going up and down to fight people. I love that he said too. Well, sorry, we didn't interrupt, but I love this. You don't hear this in the UFC anymore from a lot of people. That this is a guy who makes way more than anybody else probably on the planet as far as boxing or fighting goes and it's just like if you want big you got to risk like he's like i'm a risk taker i want these fights i go up and down i fight all the time like i like taking risk yeah who would have thought that's what fighting kovalev was a good idea exactly yeah like i okay I, I love that about him for sure so saying that then if this guy's willing to take risks what the hell's next is there a risk out there for him going down I don't know about going down to fight like who called him out recently, Bud. That would be silly. Was it Bud or was it Porter? I don't know. One of those guys Either that's way. closer, like one fifty four ish. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's who's slightly heavier than him. Is there anyone out there? Like, what about those? Like, uh, what, what's that bearded guy? I think he's from Uzbekistan. Baderbayev, or I can't remember his last name. He might be a little bit bigger, but don't know. 
and at the point, who the hell wants to fight him? I, I saw that one guy, obviously, you know, there's that viral video. Payday, payday. Get out of here, man. You know. Payday, <laughs> yeah. payday. I know why you're yeah, barking. Yeah, that dude. No, he yeah, won't get, get out of here with that. But yeah, Kel- Canelo doesn't have a lot uh, a lot out there to go chase. I mean, unless he wants to do something silly. Hey, why don't you go do like a... You yeah. see fight against Usman? Yeah, I was just supposed to say that. Him out? <sighs> so, it, it, and again, either way, if you're boxing and doing MMA, it's a stupid idea. But... Whatever. Anyway, but speaking of uh, Usman, Usman, and go to the UFC. Yeah, let's let's switch over. The UFC had a couple of giant fight cards the last few weeks. Uh, obviously, the main event, uh, Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. Um, I, for me, I know Colby talks a lot of you know Trump and whatever, whatever, all that kind of crap. But I keep hearing from people on the podcast I already listened to that it's just the shtick. Yeah. And he's actually a nice guy, but here's the bottom line for me. That's impressive. Think of the pressure that guy puts on himself, and he he performs. He comes out, he comes to win. Yeah, man. I kind of find him to be kind of like, um, anyways, in that fight, Jail Sonnen type. Yep, not style or anything, but like, you're really, really good, but you're, and you can pull off some. You can win rounds, steal rounds, but you just. The reality is with Kamaru Usman around, yeah. you will be a phenomenal second best fighter in the world in that yeah. weight division. I kind of look like it, look at it like, yeah, Chael Sonnen and Anderson Silva. Yeah. Like Chael Sonnen whooped the shit out of Anderson Silva that one fight. And then, what was it, the closing seconds? The last 10 seconds, I yeah. think. I still to, to this day believe that Anderson Silva trolled him that whole fight. I think, I think that was a whole, I think that whole thing was a setup. And you think he's like, I'm going to put him away now? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> I think, I think Anderson Silva is such a savage that he wanted and was so mad at Chael Sonnen that he wanted him to think, "Holy shit, I have it, man!" And no it way! Just got taken away. I genuinely think that. Look how easy he th- flew into that. Like re- rewatch that fight. I genuinely and when you see how just how he acts and he wants to, you know, we talked about Talis Latest, which was a terrible fight, but I just want to play with him. I want to hurt this guy. I just want to play with these guys. Like, I, th- I, th- I genuinely think that was on purpose. I think he wanted Chael to be like, "That's amazing." Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, but, but hey, listen, Anderson Silva, man, he's that guy's a, a human highlight reel. Yeah, but, but Usman, uh, Kobe, there. Sorry, yeah, Usman <laughs> is freaking tank, man. I, we all got to wonder, obviously, about his body. You know, <laughs> obviously, you got to. But I don't even care if you've done, if you are on any substances, if you haven't been caught, I can't say anything. But, but, dude, I know you got, you know, from Africa, you got those crazy genes, but, dude, is. Just granite chiseled, twenty four seven. My God. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Every we, the reality is they're probably all. We think everyone is that's jacked and whatever. It doesn't matter. It they, doesn't. They train like animals. Good genetics too. Yeah. Well, of course. Of they course. They tested like crazy, but I know that there are ways away. But whatever. Yeah. I think, um, matter of fact, he just passed his fiftieth straight USADA test. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. he's it's not like he's not getting tested. But uh, yeah, Kobe, I th- his face got smashed up pretty good. Yeah, he got he got pretty dinged up, and uh, Kamaro just I don't know, but did, he wears it. Fought to the end, and yeah, yeah, Kamaro was just a little too strong. Um, I don't know, I don't know how you beat Kamaro Usman. Like, I gotta be honest with you, how you boot the piss out of his legs? That's no one true. kicks him. No, that's very true. No one kicks an MMA. It drives me nuts. I get they they catch on your legs and take you down, but everyone's too scared to kick him properly and break their legs because nobody's too. taught them to kick properly. Ah, uh, drives me <laughs> so mad watching MMA fights. I'm like, why aren't you low kicking? Um, why is nobody teeping in the face? Yep, yep. throwing high kicks. 
Did you think that Kobe exposed Usman a little bit with some of those exchanges with the hands? I thought Kamaro almost put his head down and got a little wild. Like yeah, he's trying to put him away. Maybe, but I I thought as the the the, the round four or five, especially as the punching exchanges happen, like Kamaro was not winning those in the exchanges. He's tagged, yeah, a little bit too. Got got you know stood up there once with a punch in the neck, but but at the same time, man, he, he he's just a savage. I you obviously hear about the comparison with him and GSP. Do you do you put them in the same conversation as with greatness? No, me neither. Not yet. No, I agree. And I I hate to say this too, and it's it's hard to I can't I can't like quantify it or put like a thing on it, but it's a different era. Like when you look at who GSP fought, all those guys could have, and some of them were champions. Where I feel like Usman is not hasn't had the same level of competition as GSP. Yeah, I don't know. But the statistics but I, of Usman, like 14 straight wins, 100% takedown defense. Although the one on the weekend was a bit questionable. You hear about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, okay, so he's one person. Yeah, like, whatever. One yeah. takedown. Like, oh, my God. The statistics of it are insane. But uh, uh, I did hear that Colby Covington called out Us. I'm sorry, uh, mm, uh, Street Jesus. Masvidal uh, that, called that, him out. That would be an okay Proper fight match to make. Yeah, uh, in good their st- points of careers right and storyline too. Used to train together, had beef. Oh, at did they? ATT, yeah. Did yeah, not know that. There's real beef there, so that that should be. I'm sure they'll make that. That's fun. That would be a seller. I also hear that uh, since we're on the UFC talk, I guess uh, Nate Diaz is also on his last fight con- of his contract. Yeah. So you know he's going to drag that out. <laughs> but how do you not make Diaz and Connor like for a, a proper trilogy? Well, they're one in one, you know, like, how do you not make that fight the last one on his contract? Or I don't know, maybe you feed, I did hear that they're trying to make Hamza Chimeyev versus Nate Diaz. So I wonder if that's like, a, let's get Nate Diaz out of this roster. Cause, uh, that's tough. Like, like yeah. Chimeyev called him out too. Okay. That's not a good fight for Nate. It's not, I don't think it's a good fight for anyone. Brock Lesnar included. <laughs> I just don't think it's a good fight. He's, I don't know, but we'll see. I mean, there's still a lot to say, but man, he's surpassing all the test, tests. Um, Okay, and uh, to start off, the uh, the main event there on the UFC uh, was uh, Michael Chandler versus Justin Gagey. Leading up to this fight, you always hear people be, oh, we'll stand in the middle, bro. We're going to go, bro. This ain't going the distance. You always hear that. And but they did it. They flew at the center right at the beginning of round one, dude. It was so fun. My wife was having a bath. My son was sleeping. And I got up and was like, oh, my God. Shh. Yeah, I hear my wife do that. Then I hear my kid, daddy, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was amazing. Lights on. And the funny thing is, this was round one. Uh, at the end of round one, Chandler was huffing and puffing. And it, it's like, these guys don't, they're not even thinking there's going to be a round two or three. And amazingly, this thing went to a decision. Jeez. Crazy. Uh, Justin Gagey is made out of just like, well, I, th- I don't remember who Rogan called mahogany, but like he. Dan Henderson. Yeah, yeah. Well, he said it again on Saturday, but oh God, that guy really is Hendo. But uh Gagey didn't wear anything. Like, he didn't wear any punches on his face. No marks, nothing. No, I saw them both post-fight photo in the hospital. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, of course. Chandler looked like got hit by a car, and Gagey looked normal. Yeah, man, I don't know if Chandler... Chandler's been in war after war his whole career, so I don't know if it's scar tissue on his face and Gagey. Let's, and let's be real. Some people just, yeah. Possess that. Get yeah. get marked up really easy. Yeah, I don't remember what round it was. I think round two, but uh, Gagey but he, caught... Uh, Chandler with a phenomenal right uppercut that just planted him right on his back. Damn near finished. But Chandler gets up, literally drops his hand and walks towards him, like waves him on. 
terrible idea, but since I paid for that pay-per-view, great idea. Yep. <laughs> there you go. You get your money's worth. Boy, I don't know who those guys fight next. Well, I heard Gagey uh, has been saying, like, uh, it's title shot or we riot. So he's really hunting for that. He that, wants, uh, what's his face, Poirier? Yeah, yeah. And hey, with Khabib out of the picture, um, I, I agree. Yep. That'll be a fun one. Uh, also title fight, uh, the semi-main event was uh, Rose Namajunas, Weili Zhang. I think uh, that's how you say Rose. it. Zhang Weili, one of the two. I am 100% never doubting Thug Rose again. Yeah. I thought she was going to get smashed this one because that beast of a woman was going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah. I but remember. she was losing and then turned it on, man, and took it back. Like, yeah. Nope. I'm the champ. Yeah. I'm keeping it. And in between rounds, you can see her talking to herself. I'm the best. I'm the best. Like talking to herself. Love yeah. it. Love it. They're so intense. I don't know if you noticed this, but like as the camera's in her face, as they're announcing her right before the fight started, she's like doing this like side to side thing. Just like, you know, as fighters do in the ring. Right. But her husband, Pat Bear, whatever, behind her is doing the same thing like this. <laughs> at the same pace I'm like oh my god these guys are intense <laughs> yeah those two are actual soulmates eh yeah strange but I like it yeah, it, yeah. it's quite the dynamic and, and even there a, a while ago I think it was the first fight I was listening to and not that I always listen to this guy but he was dead on uh, Brendan Schaub talking about uh, the kiss that uh, Pat Berry laid on uh, Rose right before her first fight with Weili Zhang he was like, bro, like that is the best, most passionate kid. Like, if he kissed me like that, I'd go fight. Oh, really? Just in front of the camera, just grabbed her, man, and just smashed her with the biggest, fattest kiss you've ever seen. Now get out there. Love it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, the, that, the dynamic of those two is, is unbelievable. They clearly made for each other. That that's fun. Uh, the first, so the first uh, Rose fight versus Joanna um, Young Jacek, I was like, she's gonna get smashed. Rose wins. The second, the rematch, she's going to get smashed. Rose wins. First fight with Wei Li Zhang, she's going to get smashed. Rose wins. And then I went, second fight, Rose is going to, no, I'm not doing this again. And I, I, I picked Rose by submission. Oh, damn, okay. Yeah. But, uh, she's a tank. She doesn't look like it either, man. God, I wish really I, cool. I would have bet some money on this weekend. I, I had a couple underdogs win. Or I'm assuming she was a Yeah, Cheeto. Dog. I picked Cheeto yeah, to win. me too. <laughs> we got to talk about that. <laughs> okay, so... Everyone needs to look. It's all over the internet right now. Cheeto Vera front was getting beat up, but front kicked Frankie Edgar in the face to knock him out. But the photographer, God bless this person's soul, whoever it is, I hope they made a lot of money on that photo. They caught the exact moment when his face was eating his foot and the way his f face looks, <laughs> like when his cheeks are all distorted and like the impact. I can't even... It's like... The scream face mixed in with like a clown, mixed in with yeah. an old person. Like it's the and a craziest GI photo. Joe figure who got put in the microwave for ten seconds. <laughs> it's the craziest photo. He it's it's like that he took the picture when the front kick snapped his head up, but his cheeks and skin didn't it's catch up same. yet. Yeah. yeah. They didn't bounce up on the way up yet. Yeah. Listen, yeah, check that out. Frankie <laughs> I sent that text to Chris last night and went, Hey, look at this guy. Who are like, who do you think this guy is? Like, yeah, that's Frankie Edgar. And then he just like sends back those laughing emojis. It, besides the tattoos, I swear to God, nobody would know who that is. No, <laughs> it's no, so, it's so distorted. His face is completely rearranged. Um, and earlier in that fight, I think it might have been, uh, I think it might have been mm, Cormier that was saying, "Hey, you know, 
uh, Frank Yeager's p- putting his head in a little bit. He's looking for that high front kick. You better be careful. And it wasn't long after that. Kapow. Boy, hey, did you go five minutes ago, I'm saying, why don't anybody kick? Teeps the face and stuff. Well, that there was you a great go. one. And now, was am I wrong? Is Cheeto Vera the same guy that beat Sean O'Malley? Uh, That's the I same guy, don't right? Don't know. Anyway, I I I, th- I can't re- I can't recall, or maybe I'm wrong, but but uh, anyway, regardless, um, Frankie Edgar, man, he's in good shape, but uh, where do, where does Frankie Edgar go? You know, uh, I don't know. Hey, I know he's got a good team and stuff in New York behind him. You know, turns you know with with Matt Sarah and uh, uh, leg breaky guy. What's his name again? Chris, Weidman. Chris, thank you, Chris Weidman. Um, um, you know, so he's obviously got a solid team. I mean, you can't fight forever, but but anyway, listen, I I'm, I've always been a Frankie fan. It's his heart. I love Frankie for his heart alone, and uh, he's got some classic matchups. But that that was a tough loss, and the one before that was that jump knee knockout from Sanhagen. Like I I don't know, man. You hate to I hate bringing that just because somebody loses. Shouldn't say retire, but but that's a that's a couple decent you know birds flying around your head. Yeah. Um, all right, let's. Uh, besides that, we 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 talked about Anderson Silva real quick. Let's. I want to talk about Anderson Silva, real quick. Oh, I, wait a minute. I don't know if you know this. You know who made their debut in the UFC that fight card? I don't. The undercard. Alex Pereira from Glory. Oh yeah, that's right. I just got that. Yeah, man. Alex Pereira has been Glory champ for how long? Oh man. Long time. He Long smashes time. everybody. I think he smashed Israel Desanya. Yep. Which I f- saw a funny meme. It was Ralph Wiggum on the bus. I'm in trouble. Like Israel <laughs> Desanya when f- you see how Alex Pereira wins his UFC de- debut. Yeah. Jump um, knee to the face. And, and Alex Pereira, just for whatever reason, just kind of like uh, uh, as far as the Muay Thai superstar Anuat Kaosamrit goes, or James Tony in boxing, it's just. If, uh, yeah. Bricks in his gloves. Yeah, if he touches you, you go out. I mean, Daniel or uh, 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 Lewis, uh, Black Beast. Derek Lewis. Thank you, Derek. You know, just these, these people, when they touch you, man, you, you just get smashed to pieces. Um, and Alex Pereira is one of them. Now, in my opinion, they brought Alex Pereira in to make his way to Izzy. He's not going to get there. There's some people up there that are just too good at grapplers. Yeah, Robert, there's, Robert Whitaker. There's too many people in the way, I'd say. Yep. Yep, that's a that's a tough division. Unless he does it right. Yeah. I don't know. He's I'm, had four MMA fights or something. I think so, yeah. yeah. But I just think those top two guys before you like, you know, uh, Darren Till. Oh, maybe not. No, no, I don't I don't Unless he sparks them all. True. But I, I just think I think this is gonna be another classic case where you see an unbelievable kickboxer come and do their thing and just the grapplers start to figure them out. You yeah. know, they, they start and then they leave and, you know, Kokensaki broke up. Yeah, very you're true. See, you're going to see some good KOs out of them. Very true. And you saw one on the weekend. It just, that jump knee was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, Silva, I, though. What's that? Anderson yeah, I, I just, I just, we were talking about him recently and, and, and you know what's funny is we were, we were talking about his, uh, by the way, guys, did you guys check out that Bangkok Ready thing yet? Make sure you check that out. Bangkok Anderson Silva, ready. Bangkok Ready. Uh, <laughs> Just the, the human highlight reel that that guy has been on uh, his whole his whole career. I know he was gonna, supposed to fight like uh, I can't remember Logan Paul or I know. Here's the bottom line: I heard that was supposed to get matched up Logan right away. I'm like, oh boy, Logan Paul stepped in it, and I think he called that fight off immediately. Right? I should have. Yeah, some smart. Yeah, he, he handed. I don't care whether Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. trained or not. That guy was a legit world champion. His dad is a Mexican, not even a Mexican boxing legend, a boxing legend. There's no reason for you not to be in shape for that fight. And you got beat by Anderson Silva. Like, Logan Paul, 
I don't I don't know if that's time for that fight yet. That's the bigger one. Yep. Yep. No, I think he gets pieced up. Yep. Yep. But I agree. Mike Tyson's got it. <sighs> oh, is that really happening? As far as I know, I keep hearing that. Right. February. Logan? I won't watch. It. I don't watch anything thriller, man. I can't. If they start, don't get me wrong. I know that weren't they talking about they were supposed to have uh, Teofimo Lopez against George Cambosos Jr. Wasn't that supposed to be on trailer? No idea. That would have been awesome. That, that I would watch. I'd pay for Both those guys have undefeated records. But, man, yeah, this this Anderson, or uh, sorry, Mike Tyson shtick, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to know why he's doing it, but who cares? He's got his own reasons. We all have our own. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite fight from Anderson Silva? Of all time? Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Uh, you got one that sticks out? Jeez, they as I as I ask you that question, they all stick out to me. I replay the James Sandman Irvin one punch knockout to the yeah, face, catch the kick punch. Yeah. What about Force? What he does he Force Griffin without it? Nah, backing up, hey. bing on like yeah, yeah hands human down. highlight reel. The Tony Franklin upward elbow knockout. Oh yeah, jeez, I forgot about that. Rich the, Franklin, the fight with Lee, uh, Lee Murray, Lee Murray. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that oh, was oh. a banger. And that that uh, he's long retired. Uh, Michael Bisping, I, I unfortunately spit all over him, which is a dark day for Bisping. Jorge Rivera. Oh yeah. Was that the one where he just stood in front of him, let him tee off on him on Cage Wars? I think so. Oh, Anderson Silva, awesome, was, awesome. You go down the list. He didn't have very many. Who is that? Who's that grappling dude? He fought him in Dubai. I think it was Dubai. Um, he's like just a grappler in that division. I don't know. Kind Damian of Maya? Funky, Damian Maya. Right. That foot trip he did? Yeah, man. Like, are you kidding me? Pulling yeah. that shit off at that level? <laughs> yeah. And How could so I describe well. this without people seeing? Okay. Let's say you're in left leg forward stance. He took his right leg and stepped behind his left leg, his own left leg, hooked on to Damian Maya's front leg and pulled it out from under him. like He crossed his feet. Crossed his feet, hooked on and pulled back. And took him down. Hard yeah. to describe, but absolutely gangster and really hard to pull off. I tried sometimes. It's yeah, it's tricky. I was stumbling on my own feet. <laughs> yeah, or turning yourself backwards. Yeah, or, let alone at the highest levels. Just look it up. It's <clears throat> freaking amazing. Yeah, Anderson Silva and in his Muay Thai too. Lots of Muay Thai, uh, uh, Valley Tudo, no gloves, full, uh, you know, headbutt fights. Yeah, old school man. <clears throat> Anderson Silva's in there. Um, What's his face? Sensei. Seagal, front kicks to the face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wish I could train under Seagal. <laughs> I'm sure you can. I'm sure he's got a lot of time on his hands right now. Uh, not doing much. Yeah. Painting his hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's. Uh, so I don't know when the next UFC is. I, to be honest, we've been spoiled with fights here <clears throat> between uh, Anthony Joshua, Yusick. Uh, these are the last couple of UFCs. Canelo. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I don't. Besides the Muay Thai World Cup for me, which is a big deal, I really can't think of anything upcoming that stands out. No, nope. but you know, oh, shout out to uh, Belgar's Dragons. They had a card. <clears throat> oh, right. They had a very amateur card on. I say very amateur card. It was an amateur card on Saturday. Um, just grassroots Muay Thai. Yeah, five five uh, Lumpayu fighters. Yeah, uh, were fighting. I think they were in three, four, four and one. Four and one think, is. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep, that's an, that's an all right. Uh, and even then, the, the one loss was just something unfortunate. So <clears throat> good showing by everybody on our team. All right, let's uh, <clears throat> let's move on here. Top three questions. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Uh, Hit my, me. <clears throat> sorry, guys. My 
Top three for you are your top three MMA fights of all time. Okay. Okay, okay. So, I was a very big MMA watcher, fan, early on when UFC was just blowing up. But I'd also watch Pride a lot. <clears throat> so, like after GSP kind of retired, I stopped watching Muay Thai or MMA. MMA. Yep. Like I kind of fell off. I haven't been keeping track. I don't know many fighters. But this is keeping me involved. So uh, these are all going to be fairly old. But my first one is Krokop versus Vanderlei Silva. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. You splatted him with that head kick? No, that was number two. Oh. In the first round. Yeah. Number one is the most intense stare down of all time. Oh, yes. Right. Like right. the scariest stare down. And Krokop won, man. Like, yeah, but it was a draw. You can see in his eyes, like, and just you can see him biting on his mouth guard. It was crazy. That was oh. Krokop's oh. only Krokop's only fourth. I think f I read fourth MMA fight. Is that right? Coming out of uh, K1, and now you're fighting Vanderlei Silva. Oh my god, that guy's a machine. Yeah. Both those guys are so scary. So scary. That was a war, man. They beat the piss out of each other. So tough. Vanderlei's so tough taking those kicks. But yeah, number two just got splattered. But I remember that. Kick to the body. Yep. And it's like, you could see his ribs. Yeah, man. Yeah. It broke his skin. You could see his ribs. That's I'm gonna, crazy. I'm going to go rewatch those fights today. Yeah, I watched that Especially one. Especially number one. I'm having, I remember the stare down. Oh, my God. Krokop versus Vanderlei. Scariest is that, stare Is down. that your top? Like, are those in order? Or is that like your top? No, that's not one? in order. Okay. Actually, you know what? Yeah. That's number one? That's not number one. That's number three. Okay. Number two. Um, And this is because it was the best coming out party of all time. And I really love Anderson Silva. And I think it was because maybe I was being a little bit of a hipster, but I'm like, no one knows who he is. I've seen Pride. All these UFC dummies don't know. Pride never dies. Pride never die. When he came over from Pride and fought Chris Lieben <laughs> in UFC. And everyone's yeah. like, who the hell is this guy? And then all of a sudden, Anderson Silva just beat the piss out of him. Like, yeah. Really quick. And Lieben was known as like a, a dude you're not going to knock out. Yeah. his nails. He was the guy that. Was knocking everybody out, yeah. tough as nails. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't stand a chance. Just got absolutely snipered. Um, I embarrassingly also many times loved and copied and tried to learn. Not too hard, but I really liked his uh his like post fight dance he does after he beats Levin. <laughs> I tried to copy it. <laughs> yeah, it's like that little yeah. hand and hip thing. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's like, oh, uh, how about uh, and number three? Yeah. Okay. So number one of all <clears throat> so time. This, okay. Yep. Yeah. And I bet I'm not the only one. Forrest Griffin versus Stefan Bonner. Yeah, but yeah. Number one. Yeah. Like the UFC, Dana himself says the UFC is where it is because of that fight. It has to be, man. Think about it. Like, I think I heard an interview or something. Like, people would call. I think it was Stefan Bonner talking about it. He's like, people would call and be like, you got to check this out. Turn the channel right now. I was doing that. I'm like, yeah. Ah! Spike TV, turn it on right now. Yeah. Yeah. What a battle. What an epic time to do that, hey? To have that that kind of a fight on TV on a brand new network, like it couldn't have worked any better. No, that was like, yeah. yeah. I hope they get paid for that later on, like ten years after it. Like Dana White realize where they are because of that. Like, yeah, dish him a couple mil just for that. Well, I don't suppose you've been updated on Bonner as of late. What? I don't think he's doing so good. I, I know he went he, to jail or something. Yeah, I know a he DUI. Had, yeah, something. Right? Yeah, yeah, and then even then, just made a 
big scene at a gym and and now oh. I hear he's like lost a bunch of pounds maybe because of COVID. Anyway, I I I I don't think I don't think he's the healthiest of sorts right now. Probably dealing with some stuff. That's too bad. It really is. They had different paths after that. Yes. Forrest went on to be a superstar. I don't even. I don't know what he does now. He just appears sometimes. Uh, I think on. he's in the. He's he works at the UFC P Performance I? Institute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he's a. Makes sense. Like if you yeah. hear that guy talk, he tells he'll he's straight up like I don't even like leaving my city. I don't like traveling at all. I didn't get to meet him, but I saw him walking by me in Vegas when I was. Now my impression is when everybody thinks of us, uh, uh, Forrest Griffin, they go, "Oh, Forrest Griffin." And then when you see Forrest Griffin, you're like, "Holy, that guy's huge! He's friggin' huge, man!" Is that right? Yeah, yeah. huge. Couldn't believe how tall he was. Jeez, like six yeah. three? I think. I think. Yeah, six three or four. Like he was tall. And fought at what weight? One eighty five. I think that's what or two o five. Those fights were at. Oh, two o five. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I don't oh, know, boys. But yeah, man. I mean. Uh, obviously, the they will both have a little. I'm I'm a big uh, sp- uh, combat sports fan. I've been a UFC fan. I don't know if it was number one or number two. I can't remember, but it was a VHS case, and I used to go to Rogers Video <laughs> when I was 13 and try to rent them or 12, and they just would not let me. And so I literally would wait for somebody else to be at the counter and then try to take it up again to see if I could rent it. Like, no, sorry. Like I, I've been a I've been a fan since then. Um, <clears throat> sorry. And then. Uh, uh, my top three. Yeah, I mean, well, so my top three again: just Krokop <laughs> versus Vanderlei. Krokop number Vanderlei. one. <laughs> Sorry, we we had a little brain fart there. Chris forgot. Chris forgot his question to me. <laughs> Anderson Silva, but but uh, versus Chris Lieben. Yeah, and Forrest versus Stefan Bonner. Yeah, but uh, sorry, I was just I was just saying like so I've been I've been I've been such a a, a fan for so long that Bonner and Griffin will always have a, a little bit of a soft spot for me, and. uh I just think that uh, to see Stefan Bonner not a good place, man, hurts my feelings a bit. Yeah, I would go to. We didn't have cable, so I'd go to my grandparents who lived a couple blocks away to watch on Tuesday or Thursday nights, whatever it was, oh, to yeah. watch the UFC. Uh, uh, what was it called? Con- uh, not Contender, but Contender was on Tuesday nights. Yeah, uh, I always watch Contender online. I had to stream, download it. it. Yeah, me no, too. but uh, what the hell is it called? The Ultimate Fighter. Oh, the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, so I watched the first, you know, five seasons or whatever. Yeah. Me and my Gramps would watch, and he was into it like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I heard him even be like. Oh, boy, Gramps? Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> nice. He, like, knew the guy's names and stuff. He started cheering for. Is that right? Hey, yeah, he that was right cool. into it. That was cool. I watched the first two episodes, uh, seasons, and then I just lost lost interest. I think uh, maybe five, but it got a little too much for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so my, my top, top three oh, sorry. fights. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right? Yeah, you know your top three MMA fights of all time. Oh, yeah. N- number one, uh, Bonner Griffin, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, number two for me is going to be uh, Dan Henderson versus Shogun. Jesus. That was madness. <laughs> like, yeah, that could even be interchanged with number one for me, to be honest. That was a crazy fight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, took a couple years off each other's lives. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and, and, and they were in the right spot in their career where maybe they're not the kings of their division. I, th- I mean, I'm... But it didn't matter, you know. Those were legends at the time, and so to see legends like, yeah, shave years off each other was that was so. so I'm gonna watch that fight again too. Uh, I forgot. I forgot a little bit about that, although it came to my head right away. Um, you know, Bonner Griffin, obviously for for the magnitude of it and for what they did. Shogun's been in some of the craziest fights of all time. He really like, has, man. If there was a list of like top fifty craziest fights of all time, 
I think he's got to be on like 10. I would say, I was going to say eight to 10. Yeah, me too. And uh, number three, listen, not much of a fight, but holy shit, was it fun. Uh, Don Fry versus, I don't know who that guy. <laughs> they caressed each other by the back of the neck with their left hand and hammered with the right back and forth till someone stopped. <laughs> and the poor Japanese guy, man, his eyes were shut. He, he just... Uh, Don, just Don Fry, you'll find it, man. It's not even a, it's a hockey fight, pure hockey fight. The best hockey fight you've ever seen. The bell goes, they grab and swing. Yeah, for about 20 seconds and it's over. One one hand, they only used one hand. <laughs> that is so crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it, it was, it was what a complete. What was going through your mind? It was a complete pissing contest. You know, like it was, they, they played chicken with, with right hands. But it's funny because they weren't even like, like hockey fighters do where they hold back. Like they were. Inches from each other's face. Just, yep, not even, just go, 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 go. <laughs> Landing at the same time. <laughs> so good. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. All right. Your top three, are you ready? I'm ready. Who are your top three favorite combat sport athletes from Calgary? Where My we're top from? three combat sports athletes from Calgary. Now, some they might not be from Calgary. I apologize as far as I knew you were, so I apologize. Well, you, you lived here and you probably trained here at one point in your life. Yeah. I don't know if you were born here. Okay, um, sh- bro, you, you, uh, we've had this discussion, um, and, it, and it, it's deep for me, but it doesn't matter. Uh, um, Jason Fenton, uh, good one. Uh, when I when I first dis- my very first fight I ever seen anybody without shin guard, so I, I saw some shin guard fights, and uh, I was like, oh, you know, and then they, they started off slow, and I'm like, I knew it, I knew Mu- Muay Thai was too deadly, Muay Thai was too deadly. They, they can't hit each other full on. And then they started cracking without with shin guards and helmet. I'm like, oh, okay, so you really can hit, but oh yeah, you got to wear safety gear. Yeah, I get it, I get it. And so the first fight I ever saw was Sokim or without gear. Oh damn. Yeah, and he won by knockout. But then I saw Jason Fenton fight, and I saw how ties move. He he was just the whitest tie guy I've ever met, and uh, it's, he moved like a tie and did everything like a tie, and it really caught my attention. And I tried to emulate his style in the gym. Um, um, I, I I appreciated how Thai that guy was. The the few years I trained at Mike Miles, if anybody the the whole thing was if you wanted to know anything Thai, go ask Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I just I loved his style. He was the first guy, and I've said this to you, Jay. Uh, he's the first guy I've ever seen with Muay Thai shorts on with the goofy writing. I remember I was uh oh check this out, Mark Jiu Jitsu Mark in our gym. I don't know if you listen to this at all, but Mark was my teacher. Uh. I won't say his last name because it's Mr. Something that I knew him back then. And we went to Mike Miles and I went with him and I went downstairs and I saw Jason Fenton hitting pads with Mike Miles and I went, holy shit, Muay Thai is real. Mm-hmm. That's the same goofy shorts with the goofy writing. And I, I, was, I, I couldn't believe it, man. I'm like, so that was a mystic martial art from a movie? Yeah, from Van Damme. And then when I knew it was real, I'm like, oh my God. I was, hooked. Awesome. I was hooked since then. Jason hooked. Fenton. Yep. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, number two. Trevor Smanich. You have to. Yep. That, that's another guy. Um, and again, I'll tell you where this came from. So Jason Fenton fought on the same. He was the co-main event from Trevor. And I didn't know Trevor at the time or of Trevor. And everybody started chanting T-Rex. And I was I was pissed that nobody did that for J- Jason Fenton. I'm like, that guy's way better, man. He's way bigger. Like, why, why would you do that for Jason? Like, And then I saw Trevor fight. I'm like, oh, oh he's, he's pretty good. <laughs> they were shouting T-Rex? Yep. T-Rex. T-N-T. Yeah. I don't know why T-Rex, but whatever. Uh Anyway, I uh, uh, he fought a tie, ended up with a head kick knockout that fight. Nice. But uh, 
I, I, I noticed the difference in styles between the two, and uh, and then I just started following Trevor and stuff. And, and then once I started understanding who Trevor was as a person and who he was as a fighter, um, I became a giant fan. Yep. And Trevor, listen, I don't know if you listen to this. Let's get you on. I have now tried twice. I left another message saying, I'll come to you. I'll bring the equipment. You guys don't get back to me. Just listen, I show up at his gym. With I love mics. you guys, but... I mean, okay, message, you know, message loud and clear. Uh, okay, you don't want to do it. I'll stop bugging you. But, but listen, I love you guys, man, and 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 I want to talk to you guys. I want to sit down and have a convo with you guys. We we share a lot of, we share a lot. Of, like I often like to talk about, we share the exact same experience quite often, but at the exact same time, but with two different stories, right? Like there's so much of journey that we've been involved in. And in, in, uh, anyway, I love you guys, man. And uh, number one is you, buddy. Oh shit! You're my favorite uh, Calgary combat sports athlete. Am I biased? Did not see that coming. Yes, yes, I'm a little biased. I've spent a lot of time uh, and money repairing myself because of you. <laughs> but uh, of course, how can I not pick you, man? When when we, I know where you've started, where we've come from, the guys you fought, who we faced, we we didn't say no to anybody. You, not me. I don't want fighting. Uh, you, Mr. McMillan. Oh, wow, thanks. Canadian favorite combat sports athlete. Calgary. Calgary. That's what I said. <laughs> all right um i would go with trevor smanage as well yeah on my list yep for all the right. same reasons yeah yeah when did yeah. you become a fan of trevor um when he sparked he didn't spark him sorry i think one decision but that was one of the first i think the first fight card i ever saw live he fought that spanish guy we met in thailand jill silva jill silva yeah. um i don't know why i remember that name he was headlining that i was like wow this guy's really good and then not long after that, he was on the contender. Yeah. And then I ran into a pub after the contender. And I met him once before at an event or whatever. And I'm like, holy crap, it's Trevor Spanish. And he was super nice. We chatted for like yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, what a nice dude. He was awesome. Um, yeah. Who else and uh, Nick Ring. Nick Ring. Nick Ring. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Good badass call. Muay Thai, badass boxer, badass grappler made it to the UFC. He's such a character. Always nice when I've seen him out in public somewhere, which over the years, it's not a lot, but I have ran into him randomly yeah. quite a few times over the years. Always nice. Nick Nick was always one of those weird guys to me where like, you know, I, I remember, like I saw, I'd see him like just randomly. I'd yeah. see him at Mount Royal College and he's like, hey, Jay, in the other side of the hallway. I'm like, hey, Nick. And he comes running over and you're like, where's your shoes? Like, oh, I don't know. Don't worry about those. Like, But like it, it often was stuff like that. Kind of like Nate's manage is the same. Uh, I think it was Glenn that like was downtown. Like I, I'm th here's a picture of Nate Smanage crawling up a wall. Yeah, <laughs> climbing the pint. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. Nick. Um, fun. I have a funny thing about Nick. Listen, I have no problem as a young martial artist. I have no problem admitting these embarrassing things here. Um, I I saw Nick. I man, my memory is on fire today. I saw Nick fight a probably a uh, you know mid thirties man named Ronnie Delon or Delon. At the palace. How the hell do you remember names like Bro, that? Bro, I don't know. Jesus. But uh, I remember Nick threw a head kick and just whizzed past Buddy and his leg went over the rope. Like, you know, like he threw too far. And I was yeah. like, everybody was like, whoa. And I was like, Bro, that was so cool. I may or may not have a few times in a couple fights after that deliberately tried to head kick so I could laying, leave my leg over the rope. Because <laughs> I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I admit it. That's so silly. <laughs> I was like 16. Give me a break. 
it's so not like last week, but I admit just when, when he threw it over and everyone went, whoa, and I was like, oh God, thank God he didn't get hit. I mean, he couldn't even control the kick. It left the ring. I was like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> it would have been awesome if you really, really tried and then ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Land on your back like <coughs> Kelly the other day. <laughs> oh, sorry, Kelly. We know you listen, Kelly. Oh, man. And then, and then my third is Jake Peacock. Yeah? Yeah, man. How freaking awesome. Why why Jake over everybody else? Like from your point of view, I mean, I, I can see why. I'm definitely biased too. Sure. Yeah, you work with them, you, you know, you know the person personally, but But I What what is it about Jake's style that you like? How he has to he has to use his style. I don't like saying disadvantaged because it's not really. What seems like a disadvantage. Seems like a disadvantage. Yep. Right? Um, Obviously, he lost his last fight, but no such thing as a winning record or a undefeated record in Muay Thai, in my opinion. No, it, and losses make you stronger. He's only going to come back better. Yes, but he's you know he's a man of principle. He trains hard. I love being around his energy. He's kind of like Derek in that sense, not as like goofy and yep. jovial as Derek. Yep, different level, but freak athlete. Like uh, when we were training, when I was training for fights, he made me better yep. like, granite mindset granite yeah his yeah i like being around his mindset um jake the, the you know the thing the thing that i can how how i can nail jake down as far as why i like him and then the rest just goes on and it's it's just like what you told me when you were gonna fight um federico look at that guy's abs it looks like they look like lego pieces you could take off yeah and when you told me jake was working the bag and just looked at you and went no i'm gonna stop this guy to the body just the fact you think that yep. is why I'm a fan. That that's why I'm a fan. You know, that's 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 a granite mindset. By the way, you're talking about Jake and losing. Ah, you know, we don't take losses as big of a deal or whatever. Listen, this is Derek Jolivet and Jake to a T, and I loved it. The quote from yesterday. Yeah, that was brilliant. Hey, the quote from yesterday in the change room. We were getting changed. We talked about you know losses, and you know Tim was bummed about his last loss. Ah, you know, but you know who takes losses well, and we went, yeah, of course. And then Derek said, you know who likes losing. And losers. we all went, what? Losers. Bam. That's right. You know who likes yeah. losing? Losers. That's right. Yeah. And those guys are not losers. No. Um, awesome. I also, <clears throat> sorry, almost uh, coughed there. I also want to give a, a shout out, because um, to be honest, I, I pretty much have him at number four, and that's Chad Sawyer. So, oh, good call. And shout out to Mike Miles. So three of my favorite combat sports athletes came out of one gym. Maybe they're not there now, but who, so what? Yeah, same with Nick. That's right, Nick Ring. Yeah, yeah. Geez, Nick, there's another Trevor. one. Yep. So obviously we're, we're, we're big into Muay Thai, but, uh, Chad, Chad, I, I watched beat a lot of people up. I saw him in rankings when, when the internet first came around, I found him in all the IKF rankings and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, um, anyway, and, and then I, I know he was like the manager of a bar and I was like, Hey man, are you Chad Sawyer? And then every time I saw him, I often got liquored and cause he would help me out nice. <laughs> as a young man. But, uh, uh, and then obviously went on to boxing and, and, uh, now I just think is, his uh his IQ his coaching IQ is something I want and I would love to sit down and talk with him Chad if you're out there and pick your brain I know we got to talk pick a little bit when we were in Nova Scotia there but uh, I want more uh, yeah. brilliant coach and, and and I think I have a lot to learn from him um okay student of the shout a student of the shout of podcast we got my student of the podcast is Tim his name's Tim Tim from the South Gym yeah from the South Gym he's fairly new been in it a couple of months uh. After like a, I don't know, three weeks of training, he bought a couple of privates off me. And from private number one to number five, which we just did uh, on the weekend, 
he's like improved. Like it's a whole new person. I didn't realize he was that new. Yeah, Good very for new. Him. And he came to sparring last Friday for this first time. You could tell when he walked in, he was super nervous, like, which I totally get. Um, but he, like, he's like even more in love now. I think that guy has like an addiction problem to Muay Thai. Like you Atta can boy. see it. It's Me not too. a problem, obviously. <laughs> I, but uh, he's like totally hooked and never misses a class, works his butt off, never says a thing, uh, you know, doesn't complain or anything, just yep. the student you need, student you want. I saw, so keep I it up, saw Tim. Punch Face Friday there and you asked him, so how'd it go? And he was like, awesome, I'm coming back next week. Yeah, I'll be here next week. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Even, But you got to give it up to him because he works, he says he's he's building homes in Seton. Oh yeah, okay. Which is what? It's got to be a 45 minute drive. At least, right? yeah, yeah. Depending on traffic, longer. And, you know, Spartan's at six, so he got off, showered. Good for him, like, man. Full of dirt, came back up north for sparring so nice dedication well congrats you want to get better do what tim does do what tim does shout out to you buddy um my shout out is going to go to one of my junior muay thai watchdog girls jenna uh i don't not jordan i'm sorry (laughs) i i I feel so bad sorry jenna i call jenna jordan and jordan (laughs) jenna all the freaking time i always want to call jordan jamie every time (laughs) i'm getting better uh jenna uh i don't teach jenna but I've only only recently got to because of our team watchdog practice or junior competition team. And what, the bottom line is if you want to be on our competition team, you have to be an outstanding student, which means you come and help. You help clean the gym. You're, you're a positive role model in the gym. And uh, uh, we had a brand new girl come and try sparring and their parents made a big deal out of it. Oh, it's the first night of sparring. I mean, listen, she got geared up and even took pictures for like, you know, Facebook and stuff. Like they were excited to come to Punch Face Friday. And when she came in here, she was so scared. And she went with our team watchdog girls, uh, Kayla, Jenna, and I was going to say Jamie. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, but uh, and then we had some other people there, like Jordan was there as well. But uh, uh, but anyway, uh, Jenna, I, I saw Jenna just really take a young girl under her wing and, and show her that it's okay and she's in the right place. And Jenna didn't think anything of it afterwards. But what they didn't realize is that mom messaged me and said, listen, that, that made my daughter's day. That made our day. That That was a big deal and we can't wait to come back. That is the exact person I want on my competition team. Hell yeah. So thank you, Jenna. You're, you're, a, you're a great role model for the girls, for the people coming up. And uh, shout out to you. Well done. Yeah. Good job. Uh, any rapid shout outs? Yeah. What do you um, got? Uh, Tyson, Kai, Paul. Tyson, Kai, Paul. How come? Jenna. Kella. Mm-hmm. Aiden and Mason. Nice. Those are our... Watchdogs. Oh, dude, I also had Aiden as well. Sorry, I wanted a double one. I wanted to double up Aiden as well yeah. on the shout-out. Uh, I love your skills, man. You're starting to look more and more Muay Thai. And uh, I also see that you're starting to become somebody who can who knows how to treat partners, how, when to pick it up and when to bring it down. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's turning into quite the young man, quite the young, uh, 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 almost possibly maybe Nakmoy. But he's on his way there. Ooh. Yeah, l- looking yeah. good. Looking good, Aiden. Shout-out to my watchdogs. Aiden. They, they, Sorry, go ahead. They whooped butt at the tournament. Yes. They've been improving on the daily. Keep it up. Aiden, it also made me feel good, man, on Saturday when you were like, hey, so is there another podcast coming out? Man, I, I want to listen. Like, oh, okay. Well, then we'll do one Monday. So half the reason is for you, man. So I'm, I'm glad you like it. Nice. Uh, my rapid shout outs. I'm going to give a shout out to Chef's Plate, those delivery service things. Uh, they're good meals. I have to cook them, but... Uh, uh, I like them. I, I get a variety of meals and they usually come in two so I can bring it to the gym because I teach at night. So chef's plate, I, I enjoy that. Shout out to the Muay Thai World Cup. 
um, for having us be part of the, the show, uh, be a sponsor, be part of this whole thing. I'm really excited and I love where Muay Thai is going in our community. And the listeners, we I've been, I got a lot of feedback from listeners lately. Just they're they're enjoying it. Things are good uh, in the past two weeks. So I, I thank you guys. I mean, if you're a fight nerd like us, I hope you enjoy it. And if there's anything you want to hear, I know that uh, man, bear, beast, pig, I can't remember, <laughs> Cole, I know that you asked about coaching. So I'll tell you what, next one, maybe we'll, if we can uh, get one squared up this week, we'll... Uh, I got we'll a coaching quest request one as well. Okay, so well, let's do it, man. Let's try to get one, one out. Uh, and then I would like, I'd like to reserve one specifically breaking down matchups for the Muay Thai World Cup next week. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll, we'll shoot for uh, some coaching uh, next day. I mean, Chris is a fan, fanta- fantastic coach. I feel like I'm okay myself, and we have lots of knowledge with others. So uh, we'll put that on the plate for next one. Let's do it. All right, man. Uh, thanks, Chris. I know you got a private. Thank you. We'll get out of here. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's time for the shout-out podcast.